Hello everyone, this is Dr. Dan Weisman from the Belvedere School District in Belvedere, Illinois. It's the week of October 16th and I'm excited to give you an update on how our school year is progressing and let you know some of the things we're planning on for the rest of the year as we work on our mission to empower all learners to achieve personal excellence. Some highlights real quick before we get into what's going on. This is Principal Appreciation Week, so please reach out to a principal and let them know how much you appreciate them. We are recognizing this week Austin Brockman, who's a recent graduate for his Star Farmer uh, Award. It is the highest ranking state FFA award in the FFA's annual competition. So we're excited and proud of Austin Brockman, who's a recent graduate this, just this last year. Also, shout out to Belvedere North boys cross country team they won their ninth mc10 boys cross country title in the program's 11 year history so we're really excited and proud of them this week at the school board meeting we presented our first report to the school board on the strategic plan the strategic plan was approved uh, last year in february and we uh, kicked that off this summer and we've got our first report to the school board that went to them this week to explain to them what we've been doing to try to make progress on the strategic plan that report is posted on the school board website with the, where their minutes are as well as on the district website under strategic plan. The report will be updated three times a year and will continue to provide that updated report on a regular basis to be transparent about the progress we're making with our strategic plan. The report overviews current strategies, key indicators uh, for the school district so we can measure progress over the years and also does a deep dive into three different strategies. I want to spend some time just going into each of those three strategies for just a moment. The first one is student-centered innovation teams. The second one is substitute placement and recruitment. And the third one is our proficiency-based gradebook pilot. So let's jump to that first one, student-centered innovation teams. Each of our schools now has what we call an innovation team. It's a group of teachers and an administrator. Most of the time it's a principal that meets a few times throughout the year to really look at forward thinking models of education. They do a lot of research, they read a handful of books, they do a lot of visits to other schools to try to see what's out there and what are other schools and other teachers doing to try to provide a more personalized and uh, unique learning experience for our students. We believe this is a really important strategy towards really redefining how our classrooms work to make sure that we are providing a student-centered approach in all of our classrooms. It's school-based and they're learning a lot of great things. So that exists in each of our schools and those teams meet a couple of times throughout the year to share between schools what they're learning. The second strategy we did a deep dive on with the school board was substitute recruitment and placement. Right now that's the, the current red area on our report that showed key indicators and strategy. We are continuing to be hesitant about our substitute placement this year. There's a shortage of substitutes, not only in Belvedere, but across the state of Illinois, and we're feeling the impact of that. We've done a handful of things for the past eight months to try to make this better. We have had a handful of sub-recruitment fairs. Uh, we've increased the payment for uh, substitutes who are here from uh, the area who are part of our Belvedere School District community, if a parent or another local taxpayer is a substitute. Uh, our pay is higher, and we pay the certification fees for any new substitutes in the pool. We also have a new category of preferred subs. These are individuals who may be outside of the school district boundaries where they live or reside, but our principals have identified them as high level substitutes. And these individuals are also willing to work and commit to at least 60 days of substitute teaching throughout the school year. And they not only receive an increased pay, but they have some extended health care benefits that we offer them. Again, this issue continues to be a state issue. Right now we're tracking uh, in September, 
about the same as far as placement is concerned as we were last year. It's about 91%. We were hoping that was going to be higher with all the recruitment. We have added a, a good number of substitutes to our pool, but the absenteeism rate continues to be a struggle and is higher than last year. So we're assuming that that's going to continue to be a struggle this year. We did recently post a full-time substitute position. Uh, we had done that halfway through the year last year. So we're starting off here at the beginning of October having put, posted that and we're hoping that that continues to be a strategy that provides some impact in the future. But this is something we're going to have to keep looking at. Our third strategy we did a deep dive with the school board on this week was our proficiency-based gradebook pilot. Proficiency-based education is part of our strategic plan. The school district has been building up for this for many years, but we haven't had a specific tool to track proficiency with students and have been using a traditional gradebook still. And so we've got a team at each school who is piloting a proficiency-based gradebook. It continues to be a shift culturally and pedagogically. So there's a lot of learning that has to go into that system, but we're looking forward to making that a good process, getting some parent feedback next semester as reports start to go home to parents after teachers have gotten into the system. So if your child is in one of those pilot classes, you've probably heard already from your teacher. If, if you haven't heard anything from your teacher, it most likely means your student isn't part of that pilot. But next year, all of our elementaries will be rolling into a proficiency-based gradebook. Our middle schools and high schools are still going to, it's going to take us a little bit more time to make that transition. You know, a lot of school districts here, our neighboring school districts, a lot of them have moved to a proficiency-based gradebook already. Some of them called a standards-based or a mastery-based report card. Um, so we're doing a lot of work to try to move in that direction. I think it's a lot of good work from teachers. Just a, a quick update on some of the things that impact this in regards to our curriculum. We're really trying to figure out how to shift the type of instructional or learning experience that our students get because traditionally school has been a lot about content and content knowledge and students were asked to intake information and the shift really there is that we continue to increase our focus on specific skills and it's not anymore just what do the students know it's what are they able to do because of the time that they're with us so a lot of the shift with proficiency bases around what are the students able to do as a result of the time that they're with us one last item for our update this month the board did approve last month a demographic study. So we have a vendor coming in. We haven't done one of these for about 13 or 14 years from what I understand. Demographers coming in, they're getting a lot of information and data from us right now. Uh, they're gonna be uh, helping us understand over the next 10 to 15 years what our not only current population densities are, but how those populations may shift in the future. Some big things that impact that are usually birth rate impacts that, the economic health of the region can impact that. Uh, we're hoping to have a specific results or report by late winter from them and we'll use that in the coming years to make sure that we're making the right decisions around the type of facilities that we're providing to the community. So uh, that's what I've got for the month. There's a lot of great things going on here in the school district. We appreciate all the parents who helped us by filling out the parent feedback survey last month and continue to look forward to your feedback. You can watch a video version of this on our YouTube channel and Facebook page. And a lot of the information I discussed today is also available through our various newsletters. I'd encourage you to take a few minutes out of your day once a month to watch, listen, or read about what's happening in the district. This podcast is just one of the ways to stay updated. Remember, you can always leave a comment in our district suggestion box. I read those on a regular basis and try to respond when I can. Thanks and stay tuned until next month.